Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Good Talks. I'm Marie Murataya. And I'm Mark Mark Little. Little. Wow, crazy. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, And of course, this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people, the compassionate people, the brilliant folks at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, for when horchata just won't do. Bean Chata, please drink responsibly. Well, welcome back. Yes, another good talk coming your way. Another good talk on the horizon. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Horizon, did you ever listen to the band called Bring Me the Horizon? No. It was a hardcore band, kind of. So, something I would listen to, or maybe not? Probably not. (laughs) And that all depends on your definition of hardcore music. It was a post, probably a post-hardcore band, uh, and they're probably still a band. I don't know. Kind of like a screamo, metal-ish type band. Probably even a little heavier than that. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, that just, it made me think of that. Okay. And that whole, that whole scene, that whole scene, which was so big and probably is still big to some people. Yeah. I guess I'm just a sellout because, because I don't listen to all that stuff anymore. That makes you a sellout? No. I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of sellout, I saw someone who was definitely not a sellout the other day. Who? Or at least we, hopefully not because he had all the tattoos. There was a guy at... Uh, in the coffee shop when we were in what city we were in? Redlands? Oh, when, oh, you're talking about with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That guy, he was just apparently oh, by his yes. tattoos, a straight edge guy. Because he had big X's tattoos tattooed on his hands. And he had tattoos all over his neck and body. Who? He was just, he was, I mean, if the tattoos of the giant X's on his hands don't do it for you, I don't know if anything will. I'm he, trying to, I don't know who you're talking about. Just, I remember seeing him. He was just a patron in the, uh, oh. in Augie's. Um, mm-hmm. Augie's, I love it. When we first walked in and walked to the left, like if the girl who was at the counter was on our right, he was just oh. right there on our left. He like crossed paths with us. Sure. Oh, I re- recall. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's not a sellout? I don't know. I, I, I didn't ask him. He might be doing drugs now. He might be a drug dealer and, and a drinker and all that. I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, he's drinking a good cup of joe. That's, That's all true. I know. And so maybe by some people's definitions, that is, he's not, he's broken edge, right? Because <laughs> coffee is a drug. Ask anyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True it's, or false? Yeah. True. True, true, true. Yeah. Speaking of drugs. Yeah, please. Uh, we had quite the drug oriented improv night tonight, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of cocaine use. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh there was one scene that uh, she brought up meth quickly and then mm. then we were clapped out but um yeah you know i don't i don't in- endorse the use of these drugs sure. um in anything other than improv scenes i suppose because yeah. i was definitely a part of this but um what if they're prescribed to you by a medical doctor do you endorse the use then uh if cocaine is the year is 1885 uh-huh. Cocaine is prescribed by every doctor. Sure. As is heroin. Sure. Are we now okay with it? Back in 1885? No, it's today, and just the rules are different. Oh, you said the year is 1885. Well. Confused. The, so, yes, back in eight, we're back in 1885. <laughs> is it okay? Well, back then they didn't know the things they know now. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, but now, even now, 
with other drugs, they know the things they know oh, now. Oh, yeah. And like, they still prescribe them. Like what, Vicodin? Sure. Yeah. All those, any opiate drug, they know all the stuff they do. Well, maybe not all the stuff, but they know uh, a hefty amount of uh, negative side effects that can be had. And still they're like, hey, yeah, you know, this is, this is what you're going to take. But having said, sometimes that's what you need. I know. It's, it's hard. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I know I should know. I know I should have an opinion on this, but it's just, I've, I've taken by, I've had to take Vicodin before after a surgery. You've, you've got to take Vicodin before. It's, you know, it's a whole different way of thinking about it. What do you mean got? Oh, like, yeah. You had the gift. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, I guess. No, I see what you're saying. But, I mean, yeah, they know what what's going to happen. I know, you know, you can elect not to take them. Well, of course. So, I yeah. think that that's their loophole. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can always ignore anything the doctor tells you. It's like, hey, you're 400 pounds overweight. You should probably uh, start walking and stop waking up with a pan full of bacon. It's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe I should, but, you know, it's... <laughs> Bacon's fun. And I mean, laying down is too. Maybe you're Michael Scott and you like the smell of sizzling bacon in the morning, <laughs> and true. you have to turn on your George Foreman grill next to your bed to smell the bacon you're making. Mm. Amen. I support it. Amen. So do I. You know, we've got choices, people. We do. We've got choices. Speaking of other good improv scenes, what? Um, I found out that I have a very, very particular set of skills. I thought you were going to say big forehead. That too. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> very particular set of skills that uh, stop looking at my forehead. I'm not looking at your forehead. Yes, wow, you are. So self-conscious now. <laughs> now I'm looking directly at your forehead. Yeah, you were a second ago too. Okay. Um. Anyways, I have a very particular skill set that leads me to the path of becoming a madam or oh. a, a pimp. A female pimp. But specifically, this is a very specific area of expertise. Yeah. Specifically for uh, pool boys. Yeah. That's a, Learned that's, that tonight. That's an important discovery. That's pretty impressive because some people might go their whole life and never have even tried that to consider, could I be a pimp for pool boys? Could I be a madam of male pool cleaners? And for you, luckily, the answer is yes. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. No. I think it's great. That's the beauty of improv is you get to, you get to, it's like being an actor. It is being an actor. You get to do so many different things, uh, that you would never do in your normal life. No. And tonight I feel like I had kind of a personal breakthrough with doing characters Mm -hmm. because, and I think, I mean, in all honesty, I think it was, I did that scene. Um, I did a scene with another one of our actors who we ended up playing. He was a pool boy and I was his pimp or his madam. Mm -hmm. And um, in that scene, that was the first time I've actually really let myself just say things like I've let myself say what's on my mind before, Mm -hmm. but I've also been conscious of the audience. Mm. And this was a moment where it was like I was conscious of the audience, but you know, there are certain things that Madam's probably going to say, mm-hmm. and there's certain things we're going to have to allude to in that scene, and we're in a safe space, and it was, I mean, it, you know, yes, my mom and boyfriend are watching me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and his mom. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like, we, we did it, I will say we did it tastefully. Yeah, of course. Um, But it was just, just the, like, because we, did, we didn't go, like, super explicit or anything like that, 
but it was the first time I even, you know, alluded to, uh, things. You can't even say it. Sexuality. Yes. Oh my God. Well, now I'm thinking of them on the podcast. Yes. I alluded to sexuality and, um, and even the drug usage. I don't think I've ever been that, uh, just not excited, but enthusiastic in scenes when it comes to like drugs, you know, mm-hmm. I've always been the person that's like, well, we shouldn't do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in this scene, I'm like, well, good. It works. Yeah. <laughs> like, see. And so, or whatever. So it was just the first time where I felt like I really let the character do the talking mm-hmm. and not my, my own opinions and my past or like not my past, but my values or my beliefs mm-hmm. take over for the character or be somewhat embedded in the characters that mm-hmm. I was playing. There were a lot of characters I got to play tonight and I felt like every one of them, I just went with whatever they would say. Yeah. And I it think, was just fun. Yeah. I think that's a whole lot of fun because it, even if it's not an opinion that you uh, hold to be true, it's an opinion that ha- has crossed your mind at some point. <laughs> and I think it's fun to be able to explore that and to just really go into whatever it is, whether it's, you know, being fully in support of everyone being on cocaine or, you know, <laughs> thinking that pimping people out is a great idea. Like so great. It's just it's so fun to explore those things and, and to especially not to have to say like, I'm just kidding. Like I don't mean it, you know? Right. Because you just get you just you just permission. Get yeah. Yeah. And you have to explore those ideas, especially the ideas that are the opposite of or you know contradictory sometimes to what you're thinking yeah and it almost made it more fun Mm -hmm. it just was like (sighs) i would never do this in real life right ever you know so i'm gonna do it now Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna take full advantage of the fact that i can do it now and see how far i can push it Mm -hmm. before i make people uncomfortable yeah and one of my favorite things was when i like was really playing that character and we kept bringing her back um, in that ser- in our search engine game, uh, the at the like the very last scene we did, I was like having so much fun when mm-hmm. I was when I was up there and I was directing him, mm-hmm. like I was directing my pool boy mm-hmm. <laughs> on how to interact with uh, women, mm-hmm. and I was telling him like you know show her the goods, like tur- like bend over, mm-hmm. um, and then. I, my favorite part was when he said, you're making me feel objectified. And I said, we don't use that language. Like, and I was telling him like, no, mm-hmm. you know, and I just like, I felt so like, oh, I'm so in the zone with this character mm-hmm. um, because I'm, I'm doing everything that that type of a person would do right. without even realizing that I knew what they would do. Right. So it was cool. That's cool. Cause, it, and we inherently know all the things that those people would do because Especially if you have an opinion on those types of people. You're like, oh, this person's, I don't like this because this person's X, Y, Z. And then it's like, okay, so you just do that. And then now you're that person. And all of a sudden, the character is believable. You know, because you have all these ideas like, oh, this person's going to exploit other people. Sure. And and they might be graphic. uh, And they might be, you know, pretty harsh with anyone who's below them in status. And it's like, yeah, perfect. They are that way. Right. So be that way. And right. now you, who's generally nice and kind to people, gets to be like, hey, pool boy, bend over, show her the goods, <laughs> like stop whining. It's fun. It's no, good it's, fu- it's fun. It's because it's so like, 
it's like being a little kid and I've said this before about improv but I think tonight just reminded me of like how much you can feel like you're back in your backyard playing make-believe when mm-hmm. you're eight years old or six or whatever yeah um because like how how each of us in that scene really um grew into our character and really like owned that character it made us so quick to listen to each other and respond perfectly um you know instead of him saying he feels a certain way and me ignoring it because Mm -hmm. i'm kind of over here wobbling through it trying to figure out what my character would do next it Mm -hmm. was like no i just let myself be that person and i just i just had confidence in like the fact that I would be able to respond and react and mm-hmm. he did the same thing. Then our other person in that scene did something. It was just good. Mm-hmm. It just always feels good when you just go all in. Yeah. That is the fun of uh character based improv. I'd say is that yeah. you just like you pick this person and another fun thing would be, you know, to see how the madam is with her kids. Right. Then sure. You, then you see another scene oh, and it's like, she's still, She's still her, but now her circumstances are different. So she's going to act a little bit differently. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's fun. And it just gives you a whole whole different way to explore doing it. Because you're like, oh, now she's a Chuck E. Cheese with her kids. Like, who is below her? Who does she treat that way? Yeah. Who's above her? Is anyone? It's like, mm, how does she interact? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's fun stuff. I like it. Yeah improvisation man it's always nice it is uh it's a good time it's good time real nice time (laughs) yeah well i don't know how long we've been talking for not that long probably no do you have anything to share not really (laughs) um do i have anything to share we, uh, maybe oh, just, what? I do want to ask you something, Okay. but let me remember, cause I was thinking about it yesterday. You recently, oh, you recently put out a new song on SoundCloud Correct. called No Hook, right? Correct. Um, and you, Sweater Boys, Sweater Boys, yes. You and Derek. Good, yeah. Good job, boys. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> you told me not to listen to it yesterday cause I might not like it cause it's just not my style. Yeah. Nothing. Gen- generally the songs we put out on SoundCloud are more, uh, of bangers. They just, we just consider them bangers. They're they, good. They may be more ignorant songs from time to time. Yeah. yeah. A little more graphic from time to time. Yes. And I'm no, I'm not telling you, I'm telling no, the people. I know. And, uh, I mean, they're fun. They're super fun to make. Um, but they're, uh, yeah, they're a little more raw. Which is fine. I'm, um, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying oh, what I'm it sorry. is. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. But yeah, go ahead. Um, all, but no, and it's good. And I, I come from, you know, a standpoint of, I know you in a certain way. And I also know Derek in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear even any of your music, whether or not it's something that maybe makes me feel a little uncomfortable, which... I'll admit makes me feel uncomfortable, but it's not like I'm sitting here like, ugh, that makes me feel like yeah. uncomfortable. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know, but I, you guys do your thing and, yeah. you know, I'm proud of you guys. Um, but it's always weird no matter what the song is, even if it's like, I love this song. I'm like, oh my gosh, but it's you and Derek. There's just some, something where I'm still not used to it being mm-hmm. you guys. Cause I mean, it just, it does, whether or not it's. Whether or not, you know, the lyrics make me feel uncomfortable or the beat's not quite like something I would listen to. Yeah. It's still you guys doing a really good job. 
and oh thanks and and not that you wouldn't do a good job but it's like it's just so i'm just so proud of you and it's so awesome but it's also like i can't believe it's you guys Mm -hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but anyways so I, I did listen to your song yesterday, uh-huh. and you caught me listening to it. Or, I did, um, <laughs> but it was good. Oh, thanks. And I was listening. I your lyrics were they were funny to me, and when you when I like brought it up to you, you said that. What did you say? Oh, you said it made your brain you like work like you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. I mean, what you just want me to what? Oh, I'm trying to like, okay, my question, I don't know if I have a question or if I just wanted to talk about it, but it, when I listened to it, the lyrics that you had written and how you said them or you sung them or uh-huh. whatever, yeah, I could tell that it did. Like, oh, I yeah. could just tell, it just sounded very, I mean, it sounded intellectual, but it sounded like so strategic. It was strategic. And I feel like... I don't know. It just sounded fun to make. It was fun. Yeah. No, that's why I think that's why I like that song so much. Um, my favorite verses are the ones that are obviously fun to make. Um, sometimes, like, I'll probably have too much fun with them. Hmm. And you're just like, oh, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and, but that's like the beauty of having Derek there is I've made some things and I'm like, wow, this is like, it's cool. Like, and it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, actually writing it and and trying to make different metaphors and stuff make sense um but then it might be like a little like too weird i would think and then he'll be like nah like that's cool like leave it and i'm like Mm -hmm. all right like whatever and then in the end i'm uh, generally if he says like if he's like no it's cool and it came out of my head anyway so i'm like in some second i thought it was cool so exactly so then i'm just like all right we'll put it out um no but with that one in particular the, the one you're talking about on mm-hmm. no hook um yeah it was just fun i was just kind of it was just, you know just playing with words it's just writing you know and just right and just having having a good time and making connections with stuff that may not be super obvious yeah. to other people yeah that's um, what i like the most about it yeah but making those connections just like which are satisfying to me and even though it may because a lot of times what happens with rap music and this isn't like uh, the goal necessarily, but you like talk about like, there's this, like, I guess kind of in any, any genre, there's like a s- certain parameters of things that you're talking about. Um, or might, it might lean more towards. Mm-hmm. And so it's coming up with clever ways to talk about those things, like unique ways to, to mention something else. Um, or to, uh, discuss the same topic you know Mm -hmm. or similar topics family of topics yeah but uh yeah it was it was a good time i I like i like the bars in there and uh they're not like the most mind-blowing thing in the world but they're fun yeah yeah oh i just like when it says i send my cup go clink 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 (laughs) (laughs) a little automatopoeia for you yeah (laughs) and it's funny because sometimes you will like you'll write and then the like junior year english class will come back to you and be like oh like you know what i oh that's what i just did there and then just having the knowledge of what you did will be like oh well then i could try this thing or that thing too sure yeah and i think that this is such an obvious thing to say but it's funny to realize that writing lyrics or whatever are is just the same as just writing anything else so like writing the book Mm-hmm. or whatever it's just like okay just write it 
Yep. And just let it all come out. Yep. And then if you want to change it, like go back and change it, but don't stop yourself mid process or cause that's when it starts to get sticky. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, I can't make it past this line. And then all of a sudden you have a song that's not done for like three months. And mm. then those songs become, I don't know if they're the most annoying songs, but sometimes just frustrating because yeah. you're like, Ugh, that thing is still sitting there and I still want to do it. And I still <laughs> feel like I need to do it, but I've almost thought about it too much. Yeah. You know, it's like I've explored too many options or, Sure. Which is which is true, and it's not, because at some point you explore enough options, and you're like, oh no, that's the one. Like that's cool. That's it. And you may just have to completely start over. Right. Which is sometimes my favorite thing to do is just start over completely and be like, all right, no, scrap, scrap all that. We'll go from here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just as long as you're enjoying the process, right? Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is a fact. Yeah. Well, yeah. good. Well, I'm glad it's been fun for you. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm glad uh, you enjoy it. Actually, somebody, this was, uh, I was going to say this. Um, it's been fun to do the, to work on the marketing too. And to figure out, it's just like any other game, I guess. Just like what works, what doesn't. Yeah. Um, and so I've been tagging our location in different places around the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. So tagged um, France the other day paris and then ended up getting dm from a guy a producer so mm. i don't know how old he is but mm -hmm. someone who makes beats and he's from france mm -hmm. and now he's and we we're just talking he's like gonna send us some links to some beats or whatever nice i'm like yeah we're always down to collaborate like whatever so lit yeah right so that's exciting and then i don't know it's just interesting and just it, it's kind of back to the to improv and so many things just like oh yeah yes and like i'll work with some kid right. in paris because if he shows three of his friends it's like now we're getting three plays in paris Ex exactly so that's cool. yeah. no that's fantastic yeah, yeah i'm so excited for you guys yeah and then we're also working right now um with one of derek's friends who's a music producer mm -hmm. um up in san francisco and he's like uh he does more edm kind of stuff okay and his name, or it's a duo, I think. And they go by Kingpins, like K-N-G-P-N, K-N-G-P-N. I think that's okay. right. Whatever. I'll, well, when the song comes out, we'll let you know. But that, <laughs> that, uh, that song's pretty cool. Cause that's a little bit, um, of course, like as a EDM type song, it's a bit different from, yeah. from what we're used to doing. Um, but it's real fun. It's fun to just to try different stuff like that. And, and it's because of the process. Like you sit there and now you hear the song and you're like, okay. Yeah. So if I were, you know, whoever, if I were Justin Bieber, like, what would I do on this song? Or like, if I were Diplo and Skrillex, like, and then that's when it starts to get interesting because now mm -hmm. you have this whole bag of different influences and you're like, okay. Yeah. What do I like? Yeah. So. Yeah. Fun. So cool. Fun. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well. Well. On that note. So what's the point of all that? Um, enjoy the process and try a bunch of different Always. stuff. Yeah. Don't be afraid to experiment. And when you do experiment, just go on with confidence, you know? Yeah. You don't know how. I mean, that goes with my improv characters tonight. It's like. Yeah. It could blow up in my face. But 
the minute because I think I did like two different scenes before I actually kind of just let myself go into a character. And what made me go into that character was the fact that it was so out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And so I thought the only way I can get through this is if I go all in. Yeah. So if you're experimenting, you know. I was just going to say that's very much the same with writing Mm -hmm. for for verses and and choruses and just songs in general is like pick a character and you just kind of operate from that standpoint at least for the entirety of that song or at least for the verse or you know whatever it takes yeah mm-hmm. and uh and it's the same thing and the thing you said about confidence is like that kid from france or that guy from france hit us up and was like hey that song you guys put out on soundcloud is dope like i love it and it's cool because he doesn't know us at all so it's right. one thing for people that hear your stuff to be like oh that's cool or for them to be like, nah, that's weird. Like, I'm not used to you guys doing that. But for someone completely exactly. outside of us to be like, oh, that sounds cool. It's like, oh, right on, man. Cool. Exactly. So, And you need that. It's, yeah. Why not? You know, can't have me sitting over here telling you what I think every damn time. No. <laughs> You're not going to buy enough merch. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Teasing. Yeah, yeah I, that's what I want. I want a shirt with your face on it. Oh, uh, okay. Just kidding. Done. That's probably what everyone wants. Banty. Banty. Get my boyfriend's face on my shirt. Nice. And on my hat. Right on. All right. Well, I think that's been a pretty good talk. That has been a good talk. It's time for me to go to bed. Mm. Amen. And it's time for me to hang out with Salah Isam. Very good. Yeah. And on that note, this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bean Chata. Bean Chata. When, when horchata just, just won't, won't do. do. Bean chata, please drink, drink responsibly. responsibly.